You're listening to a DM podcast. You recently posted a photo on Instagram about you naked in a bathtub. Oh, you saw that? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, I did post that, but I, 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 yeah. What did you think of that, Michael? Was that too much? Were you, were you offended? Offended? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like that. You were just expressing self-love in a way. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Mr. A+. Hope everyone out there is doing well. Joining me today is a huge name from the USA. She debuted in the 1988 film called Hairspray, and she had her own talk show which ran for 11 years. I am deeply honored and excited to have her on, on this show. This should be another entertaining episode. So, let's all give a warm welcome to the famous Tracy Turnblad. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, the one and only Ricky Lake. Greetings, Ricky. Greetings. Hello. It's so nice to talk to you, and what a beautiful introduction. You can call me Tracy Turnblad. I'll, I'll respond to that. Thank you. First off, how are you and your family doing? They're wonderful. Thank you for asking. Well, right now I'm I'm in my home in Malibu. I'm married. I have a new husband and I have two grown sons and four grown stepchildren and a grandson. So we're all doing well. That's wonderful. Glad to hear that your your personal life is skyrocketing. <laughs> I would say I, I, you know, I'm, I'm 54 years old and I know you did your homework, so you probably knew that, but I yep. have to say my fifties are my favorite time of my entire life. So it's a lot to look forward to. I'd say. Yes, I would say so. And in fact, I also got to say this, even though you looked, looked really pretty in, in 1988, I would say that you've just continued to become more beautiful with age. Oh, uh. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for saying that. I feel, you know, so much I think of outer beauty is how we feel about ourselves on the inside. And I'm yep. glad that that shows. I've really come to a place of, yep. of real self-love and self-acceptance at this time in my life. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. In fact, I also know that you haven't turned 55 yet. I have not. Next month. I Do you know my birthday? I know. Yep, because you were born in 1968. I, Anyone who was born that year is 55 this year. Yep. And I, my birthday is September 21, and I share my birthday with a lot of other famous people. There's a lot. Do you, do you know who Stephen King is and Alfonso Ribeiro? I, I mean, I guess they're U.S. people, so maybe you wouldn't know them. But but it's yeah, a it's it's because, a really it's a great day to be have a birthday. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You're actually born two years after my mother. Two years. So I'm two years older than your mother. Oy, ouch. Nope. No, younger, 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 younger. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. I love your mom. I actually felt like your mom on the show was so mm. wonderful. She was so funny. And she, is it, is it your stepdad? Is that your stepdad or your dad? I can't remember. My biological dad. Yeah, that My is parents your dad. Have, okay. have never divorced. Wow. Wow. That's a good track record. That's amazing. And, and you're how old now? Are you 28, 27? No, 29. 29. Okay. So you were 25 when the show, because I have a 26 year old son and a 22 year old son. How's dating going? Uh, still haven't found anyone yet. Not yet, but keep looking because you are just, you're so wonderful you. and you have such a good heart. I know she's coming. Well, thank you. Well, let me put it this way. My hometown is not really a place to find love. Really? What part of Australia? I've been to Sydney and Bondi. Oh, that's, um, Sid Bondi is a part of Sydney. Mm -hmm. 
they're, they're in the eastern suburbs, but I'm definitely in the same state, New South Wales, but not at least 90 minutes south of Sydney called Wollongong. Okay, and you're saying there's no available women in your pool of where you live? Not really. There, there are so many women that are already in relationships. I know. It's hard here too. I have to say I have a lot of single friends here single female friends here in Malibu and Los Angeles, and they have a really hard time too, Michael. Yikes. Yes, I know. But keep looking. Well, keep your I heart open. That. That's my advice to everyone Thanks. because I've had love and I've I've lost great love. I'm sure if you've done your mm -hmm. research, you know I've been yep, through a lot. Yeah, I actually read about that. And I would like to, to offer you my deepest condolences. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It was a very challenging time that I still, you know, once you lose someone like that, I lost my last husband to suicide and mental illness. And when you lose someone like in that way and just losing them in general, it's just a very, very hard thing to overcome and you never totally get over it, but you do learn to heal with time. Yeah. I, I know what it's like. Yeah. And I also would like to tell you that I've heard about bipolar, but I'd never really experienced been around anyone that actually has bipolar, so I don't fully understand how bad it really is. Well, it's different for every, like every person is unique. So, and, and everybody's experience with a mental illness is unique. With my experience with my partner, Christian, he had something, I think he had bipolar too, and he had something, have you heard of mania and depression? Have you heard of those things? Depression, yet, yes. but mania, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, mania is like, is like oh, I'm going to be, I'm not a doctor, so I, I don't know if I'll explain it very well, but it basically, it makes someone feel euphoric. They feel like they can do anything. They're hard to reason with. And so in my case with my, with my partner, he, he thought he could fly. He thought he could do lots of things that didn't really make sense. I know it's crazy, right? But, but he needed to be medicated. So it was a very difficult experience with him. And I had never, I had never been around someone who was bipolar before either. It was really something that was new to me. And I've just learned a lot in the process. Yeah. I'm really sorry that you had to go through that difficult time. Thank you. Thank you. I don't, do you believe in when people die? Do you believe that they are still here in some way? Do you believe oh, in yes. life after death? Yeah, you do. Definitely. Yeah, I do. I do too. I do too. So I feel like his spirit, though he couldn't stay as long as I, I wanted him to stay here as a, you know, in this life, I do feel his spirit is still with me and watching over me. In other words, what you're saying is you can't see him, but you do know that he's always with you because you always sense his presence. Yes. And I always have him in the memories in my heart. And he was, I call him my greatest teacher. He was a wonderful man who did the best that he could. He loved me unconditionally. And uh, I know, I know in my heart that he is happy for me in this time of my life with my new partner. That's good. Because if I, if I left a, a woman behind, I wouldn't want her to be alone her, her whole life. Right. You'd want, you want them to be happy. If you love someone unconditionally you want yeah. the best for them right yeah because if i was on my deathbed and um, if i had a girlfriend or wife and i told her don't be with any anyone else with another man i can't make her promise that yeah it sounds kind of selfish right because it's it's like yeah. if you really really love someone you want them to be happy Yes, of course. Absolutely. You recently posted a photo on Instagram about you naked in a bathtub. Oh, you saw that? <laughs> that's actually uh, yeah. that's, that's actually the 
the second time I've been naked in my bathtub that has been for the world to see. Yes, I did post that, but I, I, I yeah. What did you think of that, Michael? Was that too much? Were you were you offended? Offended? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like that. Okay. But you were just expressing self-love in a way. I was because I feel like it is so hard, particularly as women, and as we get older and if we're dealing with, I don't know, body image issues, weight issues. For me, I was dealing with my hair and hair loss. I mean, it just it's a lot to be at my age, I think, and to really fully accept who I am. And it's been a yeah. journey. Like I just I know the journey I've been on. And I just I whenever I, I I whenever I'm feeling particularly good about myself, I feel like it helps others. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I just feel like it's it's I like sharing. I've been very transparent in my career about my hardships, about my triumphs. Yeah. And I think in that particular moment, I actually did feel beautiful. I was in a beautiful setting under redwood trees in Northern California with my husband. Yeah. And I just felt like sharing it. And I, you know, I didn't expect it to get the response that it did, but I'm glad it did, you know, because everything yeah. I do, I do for the from my heart, and I don't really have any any expectations. I just want yeah. to share the good things in my life. Yeah, of course. About your hair loss, um, is it because you've had your hair dyed so many times? That could be one of the reasons. Yes, I mean, I don't. My hair is is really healthy now, isn't it? It's like this is all my hair, and it's my natural color. Yes, it's gray, but I'm in my fifties, so it's supposed to be gray, and. Uh, so I did stop coloring my hair. I stopped putting heat on it. I stopped stressing about it. And I use this product that I've been endorsing uh, for the last three years that has really helped me to keep my hair as healthy as possible. How does it look today, Michael? Is it okay? Yeah, it looks wonderful. <laughs> Thank besides, you. Too. Besides, hair color is not even important. It's not. No, all of it. That, that, yeah. But I did. I do remember from you on Love on the Spectrum getting ready for your first date, and you went back yeah. to fix your hair. You got the yeah. hairspray out of your drawer. I did see that. <laughs> That's not hairspray. That was just um, some kind of spray gel. Oh, spray gel. Okay, it looks great. I don't keep it in a drawer anymore. I keep it on that stand over there. Okay. Oh, is that the same? You're in your same bedroom. Yes. Yep. I, I call recognize my it. Yes, your quarters. Do you still have the the pickle on your t on your the pickle pillow? Uh, no, I actually donated that to a friend some time ago. Oh, you did. Okay, I got out of Rick and Morty two years ago. Oh, I see. So that was a phase. You were in that, and you passed yeah. on to someone else that's now into that. Yeah. I see. Because I consider adult animation to be vulgar. Oh, you do. So what are you into now? What do you like watching? I'm more into television shows than films because with films you only get one story. Where's the fun in that? I agree. But did you did you go see Barbie? I haven't. <laughs> Do you I'm not want to? exactly too keen on seeing it because I'm not a woman, and secondly, I still don't have a girlfriend to go with. I hear you. I know it's kind of it seems like a chick flick. I haven't seen it either. I'm gonna go see it, but I hear men like it too. I don't know. Mm. I'm gonna give it a shot. But I am open to it though. Yes. And anyway, with television shows, you should see my DVD library right there. Let me see. Wow. So what's your favorite movie? Okay. Um, well, with films, there's mostly um, animated ones done by Illumination. Do you like the, um, Pixar? Is, are you a Pixar fan? Yep. Yeah. But mostly Toy Story. I love Toy Story. You know, my grandson is three and a half, and he's really into Buzz Lightyear and Toy Story. Hmm. 
speaking of which, I was actually a fan of Lotso, that pink bear from the third film. Oh, right. Okay. I haven't seen, I only saw the third film once, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I haven't, you've probably seen it more than once. Yep. Several yeah. times. I'll admit I've seen Love on the Spectrum more than once. So I guess you're probably familiar with the fact that I have also have a best, my best friend's Brianna. And yes. I also have two younger siblings. Yep. You, I remember you said that you were like, you, you get intimidated by your brother or you sometimes are jealous because he has it easier, right? I remember. No, I, no, 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 no. No. Well, <laughs> well, when he was younger, he was a, he was kind of a Casanova, but he's a married man now. I see. Do you still aspire to get married someday? Is that, is oh, that yes. still? Yes. I love that you have that plaque. You have that thing you made for the picture for your wife when you find her. Yeah. That's actually. Um, I made that during my TAFE days. What are, what's a TAFE day? I'll, I'll explain. Um, <clears throat> yeah. TAFE is not something that's in America, but in Australia. It, strand, it stands for technical and further education. I see. Okay. You see, in Australia, not everybody goes to university. Some people go to TAFE. So it's like it's like technical school. I know they have that in the US where you yeah. learn like skills, right? So was that woodworking? Is that what you were learning to do? Yes, woodworking, yes. Well, oh. more specifically, a course called Shop Certificate 3 in Shop Fitting and Joinery. Wow. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy doing that course, yes. It took three years to get the certificate. Wow, that's a lot of work. And so that was one of the things you made, and that's you're holding that still to be special when you meet your partner. Yep, that's right. I'm considering getting it painted. That's not a bad idea. Would you? Be why wouldn't you paint it? Because I kind of would like to have it done professionally. Okay. Yeah. You know, when you talk to Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie is a painter. She could probably give you some suggestions. Hmm. That's something to keep, keep in mind. Yes. And I know Rosie. I spoke to her. She's a good friend of mine. And we were talking when we were, before we started filming, we were talking about Rosie, who's a dear friend of mine who has a daughter who's autistic. And mm -hmm. I had lunch with her about two weeks ago and I mentioned I was going to be doing this. And she's like, no way, no way. So I think if you asked her... I think she would be love to come on to your podcast. I actually did. I forwarded the email to my producer, but she's still yet to respond. Email, oh mm -hmm. man! Well, she's busy, but I'll I'll talk to her and I'll I'll send a message to her. I promise. Of course. <clears throat> I gotta ask you this: Was the 1988 film Hairspray the entry into your acting career? Great question. Yes, it was my first film. I was 18 years old. I had just finished uh, high school and I was in college, my first year of college. And I was the lucky one that got the part of a lifetime. John Waters. Have you heard of John Waters? Isn't he a director? Yep. He directed Hairspray. He writes and directs all of his movies. So he did Hairspray and Crybaby, Serial Mom, a bunch of these movies. I don't know if they ring a bell to you. They're older movies. And he yeah. picked me. He was looking for a big girl who could dance. And he was trying to find the perfect Tracy Turnblad. And he picked me. And I am so grateful. I am so glad he did because it was the start to my 35-year career now. That's really impressive. In fact, your career started the year my parents got married. 35 years ago. You're really yeah. good with numbers, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I can easily calculate a person's age by subtracting their birth year from the current year. But you do it super fast. Yeah, I've done this for years. How does it work for you when you can do it so fast like a computer? Give me an example. You want me to give you an example? Yeah, of a year. Of a year. Okay, uh, 1972. That would be 51 years. Wow. Okay. 
1925. That would be 98 years. Amazing. I'm very yeah. impressed. Thank you. In fact, 1988 was also the year one of my heroes passed away, Doss Butler. He was a, a, he was a, a voice actor for Hanna-Barbera. Oh, Hanna-Barbera. Okay. I used to watch them when I was a kid. What are some of the Hanna-Barbera shows? Is Fred Flintstone is the Flintstones, the Jeffers, the Jetsons. Yep. Wacky Races. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? I love Scooby-Doo. I actually love love them all. But Snagglepuss is one of my favorite characters. Oh, and Snaggle, wait, Snagglepuss was was from what? From the Flintstones? No, he was from Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can't say, I did not love Yogi Bear. I love the Flintstones. I I haven't thought about Hanna-Barbera in a very long time. So who was your first? So he was a voice actor and he passed away in 1988. Yep. In fact, um, I also want to say this. I once saw Hairspray at my grandparents' place um, a while ago. Then I rewatched it again on YouTube. I got to say, you did brilliantly as Tracy Turnblad. Thank you so much. I was going to ask, did you watch the original? Because you know there's lots of different versions yep. of, the hair, of Hairspray the, the now. The original one. But yes. I was unable to find it on a streaming service down down here. Oh, you know, it's actually, because it's the 35th year anniversary, they've re-released it here in the United States. They are playing at movie theaters. It's the craziest wow. thing. Michael, it's so weird because I was 18. I was so young when the movie came out. And to have it, I was in the movie theater with my husband and we saw a preview and because I was seeing The Little Mermaid. And the preview of Hairspray came on the screen while I'm sitting there. It's the first movie I've seen since COVID. And I couldn't believe it. It's the movie that I did when I was a kid is like playing because they were going to re-release it. It's wild. Yeah. In fact, you sang brilliantly. Well, I didn't really sing in that one. I danced, you know, well, the singing part, the musical was sec was after my movie. But did you sing that, that song, Good Morning Baltimore? I, well, that was in the musical. So I didn't sing that oh. song, but in the musical movie, I sang on the soundtrack. I sang a song I called see. Mama, I'm a Big Girl Now. I know it's confusing. It's confusing. I also want to say that 90% of the characters are just so infuriating. Oh, really? Like Amber Von Tussle, right? Yes. And not to mention her racist parents. Right, right. Ed. Oh no, what are their names? Their names are I forgot their names, but yeah, the he Sonny Bono and Debbie Harry. Those are the actors who played. Yeah, Sonny Bono was the first half of Sonny and Cher, and he passed away in January 1998 from a skiing accident. He did. He hit a tree, <sighs> just like Natasha was, Richardson did. Yes, yes, I knew her too. Do you know when she died? She died yep. in March, not not March 2009. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, tell yeah. me more. Tell me more. About what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so fascinated by the okay. things you um, can pull out of your brain. Four months after Sonny Bono passed away, another one of my heroes died that year. Who's that? Phil Hartman. I, I knew Phil Hartman too. When? What year did he die? 1998. 1998, yes. And that was, that was tragic. His wife, you know what happened, right? Yes, I know the whole story. Did you know Paul Rubens? Did you know Pee Wee Herman? Did you know who he was? I right? heard of him. Yep. He, he died. passed away recently too. He was really good friends with, with Phil Hartman. He died. He's a friend of mine. I just I just was supposed to have dinner with him next week. It's the saddest yeah. thing. It's I, I did not know he was sick. None of his friends knew he was sick. That's because he kept it private, didn't he? He did. He did. He was really sweet. I saw him a few months ago. We had dinner. 
it's yeah it's you know it's it's a it's a very weird thing when when so many people we we love we lose too yeah. soon i'm really sorry ricky me too thank you he was so really nice. really special and phil hartman was so talented so what do you loved him from 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 what shows news radio yep and also i have a dvd compilation of his sketches from saturday night live he's hilarious like, right a lot of people in Australia aren't very familiar with Saturday Night Live. Because it doesn't play there, right? It only plays in the U.S. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, there's some – have you watched any Will Ferrell? Do you like Will Ferrell? Do you watch Elf? I've never really been a f big fan of Will Ferrell. Maybe – have you seen Elf? Has that – have you ever seen that movie? Because that's a really good I one, haven't. no? Okay, put on the list for Christmas because you. I think you might like it. You might become a fan of his. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and I also – no, several people that were on Saturday Night Live. There was Annie Sandberg, Tina Fey, Alec Baldwin, Dana Carvey. Yep. And there was also John Mulaney. Yes, yes, John Mulaney. You're right. He was on there. And then what about Sherry O'Terry? Do you know Molly Shannon? Do you know Molly Shannon? Molly Shannon, yes. I'm familiar with her. She's, she's yeah, I mean, amazing, hilarious people come out of there. Yeah, it's a great show. Sometimes it, the translation, you know, with, when you when you're in Australia versus the U.S., it doesn't maybe you know. Do, but my show was popular. My talk show was very popular in the, in Australia when you were a baby. Yeah, that's right. My mother used to watch that show herself. Oh, in fact, wow. I've seen been watching several clips of it from YouTube. Oh, you have. And what and, do you think? Is it crazy? It's crazy, right? Oh yeah, it is. With some of the most. Bizarre pe people I've ne never seen before. I know, I know. It's it was it was mad. It wasn't. It was like we'd have two hundred people in our audience, and everyone would want to get up and say something smart or silly. We'd have people fighting about their relationships. We'd always have the guy cheating on his. It was a lot. It was a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Things that seem private are now made into public spectacles. Exactly. And it was like, it was way before like, like reality TV and social media. There was none of that back then. So it was just people would come on the show and want to air their dirty laundry for an hour. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, <clears throat> I also got to say some other characters on Hairspray that I did find infuriating were Tracy Turnblad's school staff. I know they were not nice when they sent her to yeah. special ed, right? They sent her to be right because she, she got in trouble because her hair was too high. It's pretty silly. How is that a bad thing? I know. I know. I know. It's, it, you know, John is being cheeky and silly and, you know, it's all in the name of art. Yeah. But then they make fun and, of me, right? They make fun of me when we're playing dodgeball. They're making fun of me and laughing at me. And then I get hit in the head with the ball and I pass out. Do you remember that? Not cool. But then I fall in love. Then I get the beautiful guy who chooses me and we get to live happily ever after, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> what was also irritating is that the principal is so condescending and the geometry teacher had the audacity to call your hair do a hair don't, That's which right. makes no sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> Did it make you <clears throat> laugh, though? It was kind of funny, right? It did not make me laugh at all. No? Okay. <laughs> What's it like when you because go out on the street? Do people recognize you, Michael? Oh, yes. People recognize me a lot. And how do you how do you feel about that? It doesn't bother me in the slightest. I actually enjoy the attention. 
And some people even ask me for selfies, which I always allow because it puts a smile on people's faces and it makes their day. The world needs more of that. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. If I was with you right now, I'd ask for a selfie. Yeah, that's wonderful. And it must be good for you to meet women like like that, right? Do you meet a lot of girls? Yes, I certainly do. But they're mostly women that are already in a relationship. I see. Yeah. Do you still talk to, is the woman named Jody? Is Jody still helping you? Oh, yes. I still ch chat with her on a monthly basis. I love Jody. Will you tell her that I say hello and that she does such beautiful work? I love what she does. Of course. We'll do. Yes. I also never ask famous people, what's it like to be famous? Because I already have the answer. The answer is, it's nice, but overall, just okay. You think? Yeah, it's it's different yeah. for every pe every person is different, and there's like different levels of fame. I mean, for me, I've been famous kind of being myself, so people feel like they know me. Mm -hmm. I'm not like an actor yeah. in movies where I play someone else. Usually, I'm playing my I'm just of being course. myself. Yeah, because if I was with you, Rosie, and other famous people from Hollywood, I think I'd rather do something more enjoyable than get a photo or get an autograph. I'd much prefer to have a, a civilized conversation with them over coffee or a meal. Me too. Because it's not its not really the, the celebrity that I'm interested in getting to know about. I want to get to know them as people. Like what they do with their, what they like to do with their spare time, what they do when they're not filming. That's a really good question. Can I ask that of you? What do you do when you're not doing sure. your podcast? You want an honest answer or yes. a fib? No, I'd love, well, I mean, let's go for honesty, right? I'm not always that busy. Yes. There's a lot of things I like to do. I enjoy bushwalking and watching sitcoms, practicing voices, um, eating out, being mingling with, with friends, toy collecting, building models. Wow, that's that's that those are a lot of amazing hobbies. That's that's great. You drive traveling. you drive a car? Oh yeah. Amazing. Have you ever gotten a speeding ticket? No, touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> I've been pretty lucky too. I haven't. Do you sometimes speed? No. No. <laughs> I sometimes speed. I live in I live yeah. in Malibu. Have you ever been to California? I've never been to to the mainland US. We need to make that happen. I want you to come over. Let's manifest. You're going to come to the States. You're going to come to Los Angeles. So you'll come to Malibu. You'll drive up PCH and I'll have Rosie and some other friends come for dinner. How about that? What's a PCH? Oh, PCH is Pacific Coast Highway. That's the highway oh. that goes up. It's, it's like a famous highway that runs along the ocean uh, through like it goes right. all the way down the coast. But it's a really pretty drive on oh, the yeah. water and you can come over. I'll call my friends. There's so many of my friends that aren't famous, but they're good friends of mine that love you and love the show and uh, would love to meet you. I would be honored. And the other thing is American cars have their, have their driver's seat on the passenger side of our cars here. I know. I'll drive you. But I think, you, I think you're going to come one day, yes? Yep. I, I intend to. Wonderful. Another one of the most irritating characters in, in Hairspray is Penny's parents. Yes. Prudence. Prudence. Prudence Pingleton. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she's not nice at all. She's racist. She judges everybody by the way they look. And yeah, she's she's not nice to her daughter, is she? 
She's possessive. Absolutely. Yep. And the way she was um, reacting when she saw that community of African-Americans, yep. she would have been liable to receive an Academy Award for such theatrics. <laughs> yes. Because that kind of behavior is 10 times more dramatic than the likes of both me and my mother combined. Absolutely. Yes, yes. That, that, that actress was really good at being hateful and mean. But if I ever counted a person like that, I would just hate him. You would? Do you like Divine in, the, in Hairspray, the one who plays my mother? Yeah, she did a, did a great job playing Edna. Did you know that she was a man? Oh, yeah, you I mean? knew. <laughs> a drag queen. Yes, well, yes. Divine actually didn't consider himself a drag queen. He said he was an actor that just got paid to wear women's clothes. Yeesh. You'd never want to play that part? No, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Do you I'm want to be an actor? Rather- Would you? Are you interested in acting? Of course I am. You I'm are. I'm pursuing an acting career. You are? Yes. I didn't know that. You didn't know? I knew you did voices. Like, I know that that's one of your talents. I did not yeah. know. So have you gotten any acting work? Oh, yeah. It's coming up in, in about a few months. What is it? Tell me. It's called Austin. A television show, not a film. And are you, what do you play? Do you play Austin? Oh, yeah. So you're the star of a TV show? Yeah. Forgive me that I did not know this, Michael. I can't believe that. That's, that's, that's incredible. How did you enjoy it? Was it, was it challenging? We haven't started filming yet. Oh, it's brand new. It'll be out next year. Okay. And what do you play? What is, what is Austin like? Austin is a young man in his late 20s who's autistic and he never grew up with a father. Okay. And then it's just going to follow him through his life? Well, his mother told him in his adult years that it was the result of a one-night stand in the 90s. And then when he finds out about his father, he decides to travel to England to meet him and spend some time with him. That's amazing. And so you're starting this project soon? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. How do you feel? Are you, you Are you nervous at all? Nah, why would I be nervous? I, I don't know. Some people, when they I, start a new endeavor, it can be scary and, and nerve-wracking for people. Right, so you're just, you're just excited. Yeah, of course I am. I've been excited about this for over three years. It's taken three years? Wow. Wow. Yeah, because with this kind of career, I can finally reach my full potential. Absolutely. So what is your, what is your dream? Like, Do you want to um, make movies? I know, is it still to be married and to be a husband? Is that still your, your, your greatest wish? Well, that's one of them. I'd also love to have a successful acting career, whether it be film or television. I'm a versatile performer. Yes. Well, the camera loves you, and uh, I think I have no doubt you're gonna you're gonna have these these dreams are gonna come true for you. I just love making making people laugh. Yeah, yeah, I I, I can tell. Even sitting here talking to you is is such a pleasure. I, I feel the same way. Honestly, it feels like I feel like I know you, you know, even though we're just meeting for the first time, I feel like I know so much about you. And I just, yeah, I'm just a big, big fan and I'm rooting for you. I know. Thanks, Ricky. In fact, I kind of would prefer it if we were doing this in person. Me too. Me too. I wish you were here. I, I want to show you around. Like, I don't know if you could see that there's the ocean over there. My dog is right here. Can you see my dog? Oh yeah, I can see it. My little companion, yes. I, 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 hopefully this will be the first of many that we get to see each other and next time is in person. I'm sure we will. <laughs> and one of the first things you'll need to know about me is that 
I'm also a hugger. I'm a hugger too. I'm a really good hugger. That means you haven't experienced one of my bear hugs yet. I have not, but I can imagine, I can imagine, and I can say I could give it right back to you. Thank you. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. This is actually part one of my conversation with Ricky because this conversation was just so enjoyable and it took so long that I recommended to my producer that we make it a two-part episode. And I actually had an ulterior motive actually of actually doing that. Stay tuned for part two, which is coming out next week. Have a great day, everyone. Mm-hmm.